Hello family. Welcome to this new episode of the Love Mission podcast. To everybody that's listening for the first time, welcome. To all those who are tuning in again after a long hiatus, welcome still. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to everybody that's been waiting for so long. I did promise that I was going to commit to an episode every week, but also I am apologizing because I did find myself between a rock and a hard place. Those of you uh, who are interested, well, my gear just gave up and it's been quite a bit just to get it back together. But it looks like we can get back to running and producing an episode every week. I will do my best to come into your living rooms or wherever you listen to me from. I do know a number of people are walking to work or driving to work while listening to this. And I'm appreciative of every single listener. So to everyone that's been listening, thank you so much. To everyone that reached out in concern to check up on me, see if I was doing well during this period of waiting, I guess. Uh, thank you so much. And um, to everybody that shared, I saw the stats and I've been seeing that, you know, more countries have been added to the list of people that are listening to this podcast. And What's exciting about this for me is that I get to meet new people from different walks of life. So that's really, really exciting. I think I've gotten everything out of the way. I would like to get into today's episode. On today's episode, I am talking to a good friend of mine and his name is Mwape, Mwape Mwelwa. Mwape is a public speaker. He's also a podcaster and he hosts the podcast Perspective House. If you haven't heard or listened to any of his work, I would really recommend that you go out there and look for his podcast. It's really great content and it's content that will uplift you during the week and get you going. Mwape is also a photographer and he's just an all-round creative. I really admire this man and what he stands for. But let's get into today's episode. Really excited. We're talking about fear. I'll catch you on the other side. So I am joined here with a good friend of mine, Mwape Mwelwa, someone who, when I think back to the olden days, I start to cringe. This is how far we go back, me and this guy. And Mwape traveled two hours away. You know, we had a few hiccups. We were supposed to start earlier, but... We eventually are here. So, Mwape, welcome to the Love Mission Podcast, man. How are you doing? I, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, like getting here was a, a, a story that's on, but <laughs> I'm know, glad right? we got here. And uh, I'm excited to be part of this podcast. I know, I think one of the things that I'm excited about is just like hearing myself after this podcast comes out because your sound is just like so good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm excited well, for a number of reasons. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. So quickly going into this, I want us to talk about, for my listeners who haven't read what this podcast is about, and for maybe, you know, you're just listening for the first time, we are talking about fear. And I want us to talk about fear because this is something that's a part of our lives. It's part of many people's lives, something that we go through each and every day, most people more than often. And I just wanted us to talk about it. My first question for you, or rather, as we discuss, is what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word fear? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think perhaps for me, 
I think the thought that I had when I was coming here about this subject is that fear definitely looks differently for a lot of people. Uh, so for me, when you ask Mwape, you know, what comes to your mind when you hear the word fear? Yeah. Um, and I'll give this example, right? <clears throat> uh-huh. When I was coming here uh, on, on the bus that I was in, and I was making some funny sounds, and some people in the, in the, and some women in the bus, for some reason, <laughs> every time that the sound would be made, bah! and they would just like shout and they would be so uncomfortable. For, so for them, I think they definitely have a fear of like some horrible thing happening on the road. Me, I was cool, calm, collected. I'm like, um, I've got no reason to fear. So coming back to, to me, what comes to mind when I think of fear is just, um, this, this, I'll put it like this. It might not be like a proper definition, but it's just yeah. the idea or the, 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 a picture of like the worst things in my life possibly coming to pass. And, before I even get into that, I think for me, yeah. that's what fear looks like. It's like this horror movie playing in my head of, you know, these terrible circumstances that could potentially happen in my life, which look differently again. Yeah. So uh, I think that for me is what fear looks like or what comes to mind when I think of fear. I don't know, maybe perhaps from your end, what fear looks like. Because, I mean, I've known you a while, but, you know, I think <laughs> I know what makes you laugh. But <laughs> in terms of like what... What comes to your mind when you think of fear? I guess just failing to do what I need to do. Mm. I think that causes fear. Mm. And uh, the places in my life where I've come to a point where I, I just feel like, like for example, right now in my life, I'm doing some schoolwork mm -hmm. and just not meeting those deadlines mm. just causes fear. And, mm. you know, I've broken down so many times just thinking about mm. it. Do you feel like... That happens to you as mm, well. I mean, <clears throat> that's a um, that's something that I, I think I can relate to, um, especially kind of coming into um, my I would say my early twenties and having this great sense of um, I would say purpose, yeah. but then kind of looking at what's in front of me and feeling like if I don't do this, yeah. You know, then I don't know what's going to become of my life. And that fear is very real because, you know, sometimes you're like, Eish, like are the efforts I'm even making actually making a difference. Mm, right, right. <laughs> you know, you're like, Eish, I don't really know if this is, this is, this is actually doing anything for me. Uh -huh. And I think one of the things, even as far as what fear looks like for me, one of the things that I often ask myself is uh, when I look at, for example, people who are older than I, than I am maybe in their 50s or 60s or 70s, yeah. I ask myself, like, have you actually lived the life that you wanted? Wow. You know, like, hey, because yeah. I yeah. think about myself, I'm like, bro, <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. Like, what if I get there? Right? <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, this, this, this is a bit um, uh, scary for me, you know? So I guess, you know, that's, I guess, answers a bit of what my personal fears look like. I know yeah. other people maybe have different fears like you know going somewhere and running out of money that's not really a big problem for me i'm like hey it's done uh, right, right. <laughs> you know so as far as that's concerned i feel i can relate to to what you said in terms of like you know um not becoming you know yeah yeah i feel like you know what you talked about and me preparing for this show today mm -hmm. this episode rather mm -hmm. um i came across something that i feel like you know we can also dive into okay is that fear is nothing more than an obstacle that stands in the way of progress mm. 
I'll read that again. Mm. It says, fear is nothing more than an obstacle that stands in the way of progress. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like fear can cause procrastination? I definitely feel fear can cause procrastination. Yeah. Uh, it can... <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aish, uh, Lord knows um, they had to rescind my qualifications. I felt I was very qualified when it came to being a master procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you you want to do this, but then it's like, Aish, you know. Uh, and I think maybe for me, what that translated or, or looked like, uh -huh. I think maybe I'll speak about what it actually looked like, was having an idea about something. And then one, especially if you're like me, and I feel in a sense you're like me because I feel we engage with people easily. So yeah. a, a huge part of me, and maybe this is well, I'll speak for myself, a huge part of me really loves feedback from people. Yeah. And so sometimes you're like, oh, I have yeah. this idea, I want to do A, B, C, and D. Uh -huh. And then you're like, what if it's not good? Uh -huh. And what if they, you know, like people are like, man, this is really terrible. And you're, you're afraid, you know, you have this real fear of what maybe people might think and what they might say. And so you kind of just keep pushing, you know, like when you're supposed to do it. You keep pushing dates. You know, yeah. you keep pushing dates and then it's two months and then it's three months and then it's four months. But the idea is in your head, you uh -huh. know, and it's uh -huh. like, okay, um, I mean... Okay, and you find like valuable reasons, I guess, why you're not doing it, you know. So I think for me, that's what that has looked like. I don't know if you share the same sentiment. Um, oh, most definitely. Yeah, like most maybe you could, you, you could speak on like, that. Even just me starting this podcast, for yeah, example. Yeah, let's go there. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those people who was just like, I don't have the right gear. Mm. I don't have the right content. Mm. I don't right, have the right voice. Mm. You know, I've just got all these excuses. Mm. And, you know, all that stuff could cause fear in my life to a point where I just kept pushing back things. Mm. And, you know, I don't know if you felt the same way, especially because I know you're into photography mm -hmm. as well. Did you ever feel like at some point in your life, maybe, you know, you weren't so good enough and maybe that fear just caused procrastination even the more? Okay. I, I think maybe before, and I don't want us to get mixed up, but I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, in the in that moment when you are like, oh, this is not this, and you know, I don't have this yet. Did you recognize that this was fear keeping me from doing this? OT was just like, no, I'm completely right. I don't have the right. <laughs> 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 Did you like in that moment? No, like maybe you could share some thoughts on that. Like, was it something you were aware of, and you're like, but Tusha, you know. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I think one of the things that caused me to move into those spaces is also just comparisons mm. i'm looking at other people and i'm like man i'm not as good as that guy you know <laughs> oh god I, <laughs> I know i've got something to say but i'm not as good mm. as that guy i probably don't even have that microphone mm. or i mm. don't have mm. this mm. and i don't mm. have that and before mm. you <laughs> i know you're pointing at the microphone right now but then you know i'm just like man I need to hold off this mm. until a later date. But you know what? In 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 coming into that space, mm -hmm. and this is something that I want us to talk about as well, is mm -hmm. doubt. Mm. You begin to doubt yourself. Yeah. And because of comparisons, you begin to see that, man, maybe I'm not as good as the next person. But the next mm. person is probably the same as you. They've got two hands. Mm -hmm. They've got a nose just like you. Mm. Some bigger than others. 
Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then, you know, you get to that place where you begin to compare and comparison kills. Yeah. You know, it kills yeah. your dream. It kills uh, everything that you stand for and everything that you're meant to do. Mm. And what I've, what I've come to find is that God has created us uniquely. Mm. And in our uniqueness, there's something that we can share. There's something that we've got to offer that we can give that's different. Come on now. Come yeah, on. so... Coming back to my question, I know you were trying to run away no, from no, this. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, it, okay. but talk um, about it. In terms talk of fear, it. and maybe I guess allowing fear to bait me into the comparison trap, like feeling like I'm not good enough. I believe that was the question, unless I'm, I'm yeah. wrong. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I think in terms of um, as far as comparison is concerned. Um, I I used to be part of an organization. I think for the sake of the podcast, I won't mention because we're not trying to sponsor anyone until right. they pay us. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so I was part of an organization and I remember um, a number of people who were there when I was there have, you know, pursued paths that look a lot like my own, right? right. And so I remember just kind of having this thought that said, you know, like, what if I don't do it like that person? I don't do it yeah. like that person. I don't do it like that person. And and soon enough, I start to look at myself and my efforts as inadequate. You know, mm. like I personally have my own paths that I'm pursuing. You know, even in terms of content creation, there's some things that I, I'm striving to make and I'm striving to do. But just the fact that I'm looking at, oh, this person did this. They had an event yeah, and people paid the right. money. Yeah, like, yeah. and they having it again. Yeah. And it's just like, what are my efforts? Like, I'm doing this thing here. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not a paid service. Uh -huh. You know, no one's coming to pay me money. Two people come. <laughs> and it's you and your mother. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Right? Uh, for the sake of this podcast, it's actually three. Me, my mom, and my girl. Because, yeah, I have to say that. Big oh, supporters. Oh, so, wow. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like there's it, it definitely fear that, that you know, what I do won't matter. Yeah. You know, like, if I put these things out, it won't really make a difference. Mm. You know, it, it's not really going to strike a chord... Maybe because of the procrastination, I started a little too late. So it just looks like, oh, I'm doing this because yeah. that person did it. Yeah. And in my mind, these are all yeah. like things that I'm thinking about. It's like, oh, Lord, you know, like what? Like I'm in this space and I'm doing this thing. But now it feels like I'm only doing this thing because that person is doing their yeah. thing. You know, and you start to have this fear of, you know, I'm not doing, I'm not good enough. Or, you know, I, I don't even have the, the, the right stuff. And uh now i have all these reasons that are keeping me from actually pursuing what i want to do and that can definitely just make you stuck and i've been stuck you know like just frozen you know they, there's this analogy that they use like if you've ever seen a deer in headlights we don't have deers in zambia but <laughs> <laughs> a deer in headlights is basically like something's coming at you and you don't know whether to go to the left or to the right and fear has definitely done that for me yeah you just become oh. stuck you're just literally frozen and you're like Okay, you know, and and what's the worst thing I think is that life continues to move on ahead. Yeah, time doesn't stop it, for no it one. It does not stop for you, so yeah. you're just stuck. And I've been stuck multiple times. It's like you're just stuck at the robots. It's green, it's orange, it's <laughs> it's red, and you're just like, and people are behind you, like, okay, we're just going to pass you. Yeah, you know. So I, I definitely felt like comparison has led to me just kind of feeling like my efforts weren't good enough, 
you know, afraid that my voice doesn't even matter anymore. What I'm doing or even the efforts that I'm doing. And it could be different for obviously people. And I know we're speaking like this because we can definitely relate as far as some of the things we do. But yeah. it looks differently for other individuals who are not even the circles or the spaces that we are, we we happen to be in. Yeah. Um, I hope that sort of answers the it's question. Sort of like the creative space, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the creative space. Yeah, I've, I've noticed you talked about something about, you know, how time doesn't wait for no one, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that could be one of the problems that fear can cause is mm. that, you know, when you're in this space of fear, you get stuck mm-hmm. and time keeps moving. Mm. You keep getting old mm. and you keep living in regret because mm-hmm. you never lived out the purpose mm-hmm. that you were supposed to live out. Mm. Do you feel like, or maybe moving into my next question, mm-hmm. do you feel like fear can become a problem? Mm. Um, you know, there's some sayings that um, that people, uh, well, I think the English have said the English. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it that way. The English, the they English. have said. Uh, you know, they're like, get out of your comfort zone. I don't right. know if we have a Zambian equivalent to that. We probably do. We probably do, but I I, I don't know. Um, and so there the are things that you hear that almost, in a sense, are cliche. Yeah. So you're like, oh, get out of your comfort zone. You need to leave out of your comfort zone. That just means I'm out here. Mm. I am not even fully confident of maybe what I'm doing or where I'm going or even, you know, the things that I'm being part of but i just know i'm i'm moving forward it's yeah. like leaving home and you're like i only have two kwacha on me if someone asks me for three eight, it's a problem <laughs> you know right. <laughs> but i'm gonna leave with my two kwacha and just pray that lord hopefully no one meets me along the road who's asking for three and for me i feel like it's definitely a problem fear is definitely a bigger problem than maybe most people realize mm. right speak like, about it man it, it's definitely a bigger problem than a lot of us realize because some some of us feel that if we're afraid you know it's it's like it's normal but is it normal though I think having a concern and having being being concerned about some things like, oh, it might rain today. Let me get my umbrella, yeah. you know. But I feel like we are not designed to live out of fear first mindset. Mm. You know, like this place of like, Eish, I'm a, if, it's a bad sign. It's yeah. like, mm. yeah. you know, and I'm speaking out of the identity of, you know, we're children of God. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think we're called to necessarily live out of that reality. So I feel for me, it is a problem. Like, uh-huh. it's a big problem. Um, and I think to put it simply, but I'll, I'll ask you this in turn, though. Like, but when when would you say for you, you recognize? Because I, I feel your answer is the same as mine. When, do, when was that moment in your life when you realized, like, oh, fear is a big problem in my life? Perhaps bigger than I've even had the time to consider. Because, you know, there's there's some ways, and I'll, 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 I'll say this and perhaps... Uh, there's some ways that my mother speaks to me and she, everything my mom says is amplified with emotion and there's always this sense of urgency to it. And so I grew up with this kind of like, when my mom says something, all of a sudden you just lose your peace. Uh-huh. But then <laughs> when you're older, you're like, that woman is very, very, I don't know if it's fearful because I don't know what it is, but I don't like it, Lord. Like, <laughs> I don't want it on me. Uh-huh. I'm good. Whatever that is, that's good for you. So I came into this place where it's like, oh no, that's a problem. So when would you say, you realize because our upbringing and even the places we've been, they can shepherd us a certain way to think maybe oh, fear is not that a is problem. That is so true, man. Yeah. So for you, when would you say that was the moment where it's like, hey, man, fear has been kind of out here kicking my butt and causing me to look at myself a bit funny. So when would you say that was for you? Well, to be honest, I will say this. Mm. 
I still encounter moments in my life where I'm afraid. I, I, absolutely. I, and I think it's normal to be afraid because mm. there's a human element in us. Mm. But let me speak of a moment in my life where, you know, I had to overcome fear. Mm. And um, this was back in the day when I was pretty much in primary school. Okay. Can I say that? Okay. Yeah. So I had huge stage fright. Oh, God. I couldn't stand <laughs> in front of people. My goodness. <laughs> Just the thought of eyes looking at me. Mm. I was a pretty confident kid when it was me and my dad speaking one-on-one. Yeah. On one. Yeah. And, you know, we're rehearsing lines for, for a concert or for mm. a play at school. Mm. But the moment I stood on that stage, man, it was just like something different just overcame him. I was, <laughs> I was fearful of what was going to happen next, mm. you know? What were the people going to say? Are they going to laugh at me? What was going to happen after that? Mm -hmm. And so after that, I remember I took my best friend... I remember this was long ago. Mm -hmm. And she told me, she's like, dude, fear comes from the devil. Do you want to be a devil's child? Hey. Or do you want to be a... Uh, I was like, hold on. Best friend? <laughs> <laughs> this As is deep. like primary school, man. And she, she spoke, she spoke wow. these words to me and I still hold on to those words. Wow. And I'm like, bruh. I was, I was thinking to myself, hey. I don't want to be the devil's hey. child. And I remember the first time I got up on the stage and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this mm. was, I think, fifth grade or sixth grade mm. where I was just like, I'm going to act out a play. Yeah. And I was the main character in that play, Mr. Katontoka. May he so rest. <laughs> and um, man, I did what I did. But that was the moment I decided for me that I wasn't going to be afraid mm. anymore. Mm. I was going to be courageous. Mm. I was going to stand up for what I believe. Come on. But, you know, moving from me, mm -hmm. I also want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. You talked about being in the comfort zone mm. and stepping out into being courageous or doing courageous stuff. Okay. What is the one moment where you felt like, man, here I am and I'm stepping out. Mm. This, is, this is my moment. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do this and I don't care what people say. I'm going to do this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, some things do come to mind. Um, so I recently, well, not recently, but I started pursuing a path, right? Yeah. Um, and, and this is in terms of the creative space. I started pursuing a path where I am, you know, putting myself out and I'm hoping to grow in that space in terms of what I do. I do yeah. believe that I have a voice that's relevant that you know people actually need to hear that's true um, and i feel like even saying that like i have you know someone might be like oh they need to hear you yes they do <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I do feel that i do bring value and this is obviously one thing that i think is important to understand is that you may not be for everyone but there's yeah. definitely a target audience of people who need your voice and you need to occupy that space if you can occupy everything like pompey says go ahead and you know do it so I think for me, what for me, what kind of um, became a moment of like, you know what, I'm just going to do this was just coming to a place of uh, creating structure to even like the content that I'm sharing with with people. Yeah. And it hasn't been easy because obviously there's so many factors that go into this. But one of the thoughts that you have when you're making content is always second guessing your content. You know, you're always like, is this even good enough? Yeah. I've literally had moments after working on something. I begin to be the biggest critic of the of, thing yeah, yeah. immediately afterwards. And I'm like, man, you need to stop because man. if you continue like this, you won't get this thing out there. Right. But one of the things that I realize, and this might be not the best way to look at this, but 
I often look at people who share like these memes and they share their 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 uh I would say their fun, you know, in places that they go. And it's like people have no trouble like showing us they're doing all these things and they're pursuing a, a certain life, but it seems we're always questioning ourselves when we have to share something that's important to us. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so oh, it's yeah. like, oh. like you can see someone post about, oh, they went to this place and they did these things and da-da-da, but you can't share your podcast? Yeah, right? All of a yeah. sudden, you feel like, ah, they'll look at me like, mm, my motivation is speak out on a way now. Like, <laughs> you know, and you're like, hey, shh. <laughs> you know, it's like, why don't those people ever think like, hey, this person's out here living the life? So I'm like, if it's important to me, mm. then the thing that I don't want to do is allow fear to dictate what I'm going to do. So if someone looks at my content or what I'm sharing and they're like, hey, she, you keep posting these things, they're cute. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I'm, for me, I've just determined, I'm like, I will just be here. Like, I will be in your face. The people who need to find this, who find this, you know, the people I, I have to reach out to, reach out to, but I just won't be afraid. You know, mm. I won't be afraid. If I put out something and I feel like people might criticize this or they might say, Ish. you know, I remember someone sharing this with me. They're like, you know, keep your messages very simple. And I try to do that yeah. as often as I can. So, you know, without necessarily becoming deep, I'm just like, I'm just going to share because this is who I am. So in terms of being courageous and stepping out, for me, it's really just standing by what I say and yeah. what I make, yeah. you know, without necessarily like someone is like, why are you doing this? And then I stop. It's like, hey, they didn't like it. Who yeah, the yeah. people? <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So right. for me, that's definitely, and you know, one of those things where I just decided this is this, you know, like I'm going to be here. I'm going to put my face out here. You know, if people are like, oh, you're an aspiring speaker. <laughs> I definitely am. Yeah. You know, like, do you have a following? Probably of three people. Um, but I'll, I'm just going to be courageous. I'll just put myself out here. So that's definitely a time or a thing that I recall for me where I just said, I'm just going to stand by my creative process and what I'm making and not in a prideful way where it's yeah. like, you can't tell me anything. Yeah, you know, yeah, there are yeah, definitely yeah. voices that I, I hear and I'm like, people say, oh, this, you know, what about this? And I'm like, oh, wow, and that's a really good point. So it's like, make, maybe make this adjustment. I do listen, yeah. you know, but as far as maybe... Having this thing that says I, I don't want to share. No, I'm just I'm just gonna be here. And expect to see it. It's gonna come at you. It's gonna be on my socials. They're called my socials for a reason. <laughs> for a reason yeah. <laughs> so I think for me that's definitely one of those things where I just kind of like, hey, here I am. And um, if you don't like it, hmm, that's not my problem. Well, well Does that, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. And you know, there's so many bites that I. I'm taking from there. One of the things that you've talked about is how you're often the biggest critic of yourself. It also takes me back to a podcast that you released not too long ago about, you know, just correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Don't want to take you out of context. Mm -hmm. But you talked about sort of like the fear of sounding deep or something like that. Am I yeah, correct? No, no. <laughs> and this is the, I mean, I... Hey, I make podcasts. I don't know all my titles. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> so I have no judgment for you. I'm thinking like, which one was that one again? I have to go back and check the list. But, but it was sort of like the pressure of, mm, of, of, of coming off deep, deep or something like that. You know, like so deep, you know, I, you know, I, the, the, the meaning of these words, when you look at the context that they were in, no, 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 I'm pretty like very simple. So maybe finish your question, but. <laughs> well, it's pretty much not a question, but, you know, I was just going into this moment where I was thinking of, you know, something that I shared with you 
And, you know, it's from Matthew chapter 3 and, and Matthew 11, where John the Baptist himself, you see, we see John the Baptist coming out in chapter 3, and he's all confident, you know, he's all, you know, talking about, oh, I am the voice in the wilderness and blah, blah, blah. And he's talking about the Messiah who is yet to come. And we see a John the Baptist that is so much deep into his convictions. You can't tell him nothing. the moment nothing. that he is thrown in prison in chapter 11, we see a fearful man and he begins to question the things that he was saying in the wilderness. He's like, he asks his disciples, he's like, yo, go ask that man if he's really, <laughs> <laughs> if he is really the Messiah. Like, yeah. I want to know. Mm. And you know, there are certain moments in our lives where we begin to critic ourselves mm. for the very thing that we're so convicted on just mm. because of the response that people give towards us. Mm. I talk to us. Yeah, sense. no, no, talk to us. If you can share a story, it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the sake of this podcast, mm. man, we, we're running short on time. Okay. But, you know, the the last thing that I, I'd love us for, us for us to talk about is how we can overcome fear. And if, if there have been stages in your life where you've been like, I know we've talked a bit about this, but, you know, if there's someone listening out there, how can you encourage them to say, hey, listen, you know what? Fear is a normal thing. It's not just happening to me. It's happening even to the people that you're looking up to. And you can you can overcome this fear. How can you speak to somebody that's going through certain things, either in the creative space or just somebody who is just dealing with general life, you know? Um, <clears throat> uh, wow. Um, yeah, it has been really um, a very good conversation so far. Um but in terms of um, like what I would say to someone who is, you know, I guess dealing with fear, I think for me, I think I'll say this, and this is perhaps a, a lesson that I'm learning and I learned recently, is that you have to first of all, this is this is what is how to. Right, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's no disclaimers. You can come back to me and be like, "Hey, I did what you said," <laughs> right. and I'll be like, "Okay, were you forced?" Okay, but no, <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, I would say, "Call fears bluff." Mm. You know, speak um, about it, man. You know, because you because like I said in the beginning, fear for me is like these horror stories in my mind of what could be the worst outcome of a given situation. Yeah, and these movies are are so deep. And I, I was telling my best friend, I was like, dude, like I heard recently that apparently the mind can't tell the difference between something you're actually doing and something you imagine. Oh, yeah. So yeah. like yeah. if you in your mind, it's already happening. According to your mind, you've lived that reality. Yeah. So for me, if you haven't obviously experienced the reality of it, I would say coffee is a bluff. Yeah. That means do the very thing that you're afraid of doing. You know, and if it means you have to do it afraid, then go ahead. Just go ahead. Like, while with fear and trembling, you're like, here I am. Like, are you sure? Like, yeah, uh-huh. don't mind my voice. My hands are shaking. But just call fear's bluff. Mm. And a lot of the times in my own life, in those settings or in those experiences, I realized that the very thing I was afraid of doing or, you know, the the, the places where fear kept me in bondage, mm-hmm. um, when I did the thing or I stepped out, it wasn't even as bad. It wasn't like as like like it wasn't as deep. It was like what I was afraid (laughs) to come here because I remember one time I was asked to be the master of ceremony um, for uh, an event. It's a pretty well known event. I think they've had two so far here in Kitwe. And again, we're not naming any names. 
right, until right. you know I, I do know the event though exactly <laughs> i do know the event. <laughs> exactly so i remember kind of leading up to this event i prayed one prayer to god i said lord let me be funny because I, I humor for me is how i connect with people so i'm like lord let yeah. me be funny and I was so fearful because this was my first experience at such a stage. And I went there and, and I didn't even have a script because online they're like, you should have the script. I'm like, have a script? Like, how are you supposed... <laughs> obviously, you know, telling jokes is an, is an art form, but I'm thankful that that day I just went and I spoke and the things that came out of my mouth were funny. So I called Fear's Bluff. I showed up. I was present. I was fully engaged. Mm. So for me, those are steps that I would encourage someone to kind of take when it comes to you know overcoming fears like show up you know be fully present just put yourself in that same position where you're fearful of doing the thing and see what happens most likely you won't go as bad as you imagined you come up with a sigh of relief you may sweat a little you're like hey <laughs> was a bit nervous yeah. but you know i feel that in the end you'll be okay so perhaps i'll stop there and maybe throw this question back to you like you know from your own experience and even, I guess, as we continue to deal with life, because the fear has changed. Right now, you know, like, in a few years' time, we'll be afraid yeah. of who marries our daughters, for example. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh, God. <laughs> Come on, You now. know, so I feel like this is progressively something we're dealing with. So what would you recommend or what would you say would be your advice to someone who's listening and, you know, they, they're dealing with fear? How would they overcome that for you? Man, first of all, I just want to say you've dropped some really powerful gems here. And uh, even as we come to a close of this conversation, mm -hmm. this is very encouraging to some guy out there who is probably wants to approach this girl. Hey. Not to me. Hey. <laughs> what, what you say again? Just be present. <laughs> Man, I'm listening to you, and I'm like, whoa. Oh lord. I probably need to fix my life. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> oh lord Jesus. <laughs> I think some of the things that also can help out, you know, is confiding in somebody mm. that you know i'm afraid mm. in this and this area of my life mm -hmm. and these are the areas that are causing me to procrastinate mm. these are the areas that are causing me to you know just lag in life mm -hmm. that can also help speak to someone who's gone before you and most of the time mm, you need so to good. speak to someone who who you feel man i see this person is so courageous in this area that's how so do they good. do it you know because that person didn't just happen to be the greatest public speaker mm. or happen to be the best photographer mm. or happen to be the best, you know, Come whatever on. it is that it is. So, you know, I think that's one thing that you can do. Just walk up to the person and go like, hey, Mr. Mwape, you mm. know, I'm, I'm struggling in this area. Mm. I'm fearful of this and this. Could you, Come on. How, how, how did you come up to be you know, the best public speaker? Because it's like, you're the greatest speaker that I know. In my circle of friends, I think you're the greatest speaker that I know. Oh, this thank dude, you, thank you, thank you. This dude can sell headsets to a deaf person. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> like he's he's chilled right now, but <laughs> Lord Jesus, <laughs> I promise you. So, like you know, if you're looking to you know overcome fear in those areas, I think that's one of the things that you could do is just walk up to somebody and just wow. That, you know, that's speak. really that's really good, um, and they can speak life into your life. That's really you know good. I mean? Can can I add something to that? Yeah, yeah. As go you ahead. Were, as you were speaking, I had this visual. If you've ever been to like a, a what do you call this? A game park, or what do you call these places? Is it, is it? I think it's a game park. 
Yeah, we 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 probably don't have zoos. In yeah, there. no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, I like think a national 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 park or something. National park, yeah, mm. national game park. Like, have you ever been to one of those places? So that you know beforehand to say where you're going. They're, they're <laughs> lions, eh? You know, they're lions and they're all these wild animals. So if you're placed in that space by yourself. Yeah. I can imagine. Fear just says, sit down right there. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> because if you turn to the left or right, you're going to be eaten. But guess what? To Tusha's point, if you speak to someone who perhaps has gone ahead of you, yeah. in this case, a park ranger or like, a, you know, a guide or something, they will lead you because they're like, oh, I know this yeah. path. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. So I feel like that's, you know, to Tusha's point, like that's very important. If, you, if you're in a space, you know, maybe you're a young man, you're like, hey, I'm trying to get married, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and go talk to someone who's already married and be like, help me because I don't know if I'm yeah. showing up the way I should show up. So it's like, okay, come, let me walk with you and I'll show you and I'll lead you. So the fear, you still have it. But guess what? The person who's with you will be, help, who will be helpful yeah, to help you, you. Yeah. will be helpful for you yeah. and they'll help you navigate where you are so i think maybe to add a visual to what tusha is speaking on is just like you know you need to get in contact with someone who's been down that road and say hey mr park rangers are help me out you know uh, i hope this is at least as a visual one can see because that's what oh, came to man, my mind that's as you were so speaking. powerful and um i hate to close this but mm. we have to <laughs> um so yeah thank you so much once again for appearing on the love mission podcast this has been fun i have had fun mostly uh, you know i'm speaking to myself in the microphone which is not weird <laughs> not to me <laughs> not, not to me not at all but yeah thank you so much for appearing and uh, peace there you have it what an amazing episode it's been for god has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. These are words that continually echo through my head every time I encounter fear or I'm going through dire situations where things just don't seem to make sense. To me, these words are not just an empty promise. To me, these words mean life. They are a promise that even when things don't make sense, even when I'm afraid or fearful, I can still feel safe. I hope this podcast brings encouragement. If you did listen till the end, I appreciate you so much. I am going to link the socials to Mwape's account. If you do have any questions for him or you just want to let us know how this episode impacted your life, those will be available in the description below. But also, if you do have any questions on previous episodes, I know a lot of people have been asking for a part two to the previous episode that we did, and that is Church Hurt with my mentor in podcasting, <laughs> Mr. Tony Nyundu. Um, a lot of people have been requesting for a part two. So if you do have questions pertaining to that, we'll try to see how we can structure an episode around that. But for now, I will be saying goodbye. And uh, until the next episode, I love you guys.